Today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Gas prices have jumped up overnight, although they are expected to decrease uh, by the time we get to the weekend. Uh, what does this all mean? Well, let's go, go to our gas guru. Uh, Dan McTagg is with us, former Liberal MP and Consumer Affairs critic, analyst, uh, gas analyst, gasbuddy.com to find out more. He is with us now. Hello, Dan. Your phone must be ringing off the hook today. Oh, it's been busy, but uh, uh, the news is better tomorrow than it is uh, what we saw today. So tell us what. Ha- so tell us what happened. How did we get into this situation? Why did the price go up five cents? Well, there's one particular pipeline that uh, matters to everybody, and it matters a lot. It uh, produces or distributes about forty percent of all the gasoline needs uh, for the east coast of the United States. So here I'm talking everything from uh, New York all the way down to Florida known as the Colonial Pipeline. They had some trouble with it a few uh, months ago. Uh, it had a leak. They fixed the leak. Uh, unfortunately, while uh, repairing the repair, if you will, a backhoe hit part of the main gasoline line, uh, ruptured it, caused a serious explosion, which many of us may have seen on uh, Monday evening. That caused a temporary shutdown of the gasoline flow to the U.S. Southeast, U.S. Northeast, and caused about a 15, 16 cent a gallon spike on the markets, which translated into, you guessed it, a 5 cent a liter increase, which we received today. Uh, so that was the bad news. The good news is that the company says it wasn't as big of a deal as uh, we first thought, and we will have this thing running by Saturday, Sunday the latest. And so gas prices, uh, in reflection to uh, the, the, the lesson threat, have dropped and will drop tomorrow about 3 cents a liter. Uh, lots of people wondering how, and we've talked about this many times as well, Dan, how come if there's an emergency that immediately we see a price increase at the pumps? However, when something drops and, and prices go down, it takes, it seems it takes forever to work its way through the system. Uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're hearing so much about we have our reserves and whatever, then why does, uh, you know, even though it is a major pipeline, if it's going to be fixed by the weekend, how does this affect prices so quickly? Uh, well, the big, and look, this is not, should not be taken as an apology for what happens in the industry. I've spent a, a year uh, saying it was, a years saying it was a monopoly and trying to fix the problem. But we have that problem today in which you have fewer and fewer suppliers. We have a very tight supply situation in Canada. If the United States ran short, say New York City, uh, Baltimore, take your pick, New Jersey, you could expect that within a few days they would uh, send trucks further north to buy uh, you know, uh, whatever gasoline we have left and be willing to pay a little bit more. What refineries do in that case is uh, not only do they fall, follow the market, which did in fact increase, the U.S. market, um, they also would take a defensive position. Now, the last time we saw that happen was in tw- 2008 when the same pipeline shut down after Hurricane Ike hit Texas. That's where all the refineries are. That's who sends a lot of the gas up uh, northeast to the U.S. Uh, in one fell swoop, we saw a 12 centiliter increase. Was it justified? Absolutely not. But it was a defensive overreaction by refiners worried that American jobbers were going to come forward and uh, buy all of our gasoline. Now, when the price falls, you have to know that uh, a gas station that bought fuel, say for X, you know, uh, extra retail margin on a day like today, buy, bought their fuel for a buck one, if it suddenly drops dramatically, they're going to be left with 50,000 liters or 100,000 liters in their tank that they bought for dollar one. And if it drops 10 cents a liter, they're going to be forced to lose 10 cents. A lot of them can't do that. So that's why, in some instances, it goes up dramatically. Others, it uh, drops uh, a little slower. And as I said, this is notionally a general way in which you can explain that. But the reality is uh, when something happens in the United States, it matters greatly to Canadians. We are no longer price makers. In other words, we don't produce enough gasoline 
we barely make enough to to meet our own domestic needs in places like Vancouver. We import a lot of gasoline. So, you know, what happens down in the United States with a supply disruption affects us immediately and perhaps more impactfully because we don't have a lot of refineries left. We've talked about that before. Does this basically come back to the lack of refineries? Well, it comes back to a lack of production. Canadians want to do more with less. They don't want uh, refineries in their backyard between where I am and you are. We want that three refineries. Um, Federal government regulations, uh, investment climate wasn't great. So rather than uh, investing in refineries, they simply mothballed them, shut them down. And now uh, if you happen to be in Hamilton or me here in Oakville or Toronto, you now have to get your gasoline either from Montreal or from uh, down towards uh, in Nanticoke at the Esso refinery there. Those are really the only two ways in which you can get it. We talked about the pipeline problems. That's the only way in which you get gasoline into our region unless a truck actually physically drives, and many do in the Niagara region, uh, out to Nanticoke to pick up product and bring it back. That costs an extra penny or two, but they're good for that. The reality is that uh, we just barely have enough to meet our own domestic needs. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.